Welcome to Wayne's World of Real Estate today. I am uh, honored to have this special guest, Mrs. 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 Miss Hillary Cushion, almost. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, And today we're going to be talking about common hurdles in the loan process. So this is actually really important because a lot of people have some misconceptions about the hurdles and a lot of people don't even think about some of the hurdles. So let's get right into it. Tell us some of the hurdles. Yeah, and I, I like to start by saying, you know, us lenders, especially when you're working with a local lender, think of us as your teammate. So any hurdle that you may face throughout this process, you are not alone. So we say most common because these are things that we just see all the time. So the first one I like to start with would be credit. And I don't know how detailed clients get with you, Wayne, when they first start talking about the home purchase process, but I know on my side, credit anxiety is a big one. Do you hear that also? I, you know, I hear that they don't want to talk to the lenders because they don't want to mess up their credit rating mm-hmm. yep. or their credit scores. Yep. And then I try to alleviate them of that fear because there's different ways that the credit, but it's always easier just to direct them to you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And these are, of course, conversations we have all day long. So I think that's the, a good place to start is okay. that credit inquiry fear. Yeah. And I find there's a lot of misconception there. The reason why that credit inquiry rule, where credit inquiries can have a small impact temporarily on your credit score, the reason that exists is think about if you were going out to purchase a new home and you had your mortgage uh, approval require a credit inquiry, but at the same time you were also applying for a new car loan and a new credit card and a personal loan. If you have a bunch of different lenders throughout different industries pull your credit within a short time frame. That's when the credit bureaus are like, uh-oh, we don't know if Wayne can handle all this new debt. Now, I know you can, right? But the credit bureaus don't. So that's where that rule comes into play. Yep. Um, I would say whether you are talking to me or any lender, don't let that credit inquiry be a reason to stop you. The advice and the tailored feedback you're going to get is going to far outweigh any temporary possible small impact to your score. But another good news, we can also do something like a soft inquiry. Mm-hmm. If you just want some basic information, we don't have to do a hard pull nowadays. We do a soft credit pull. It's no inquiry tied to your score. And okay. we still get all the information we need, which is not just the score, but it's also how your debts are going to read. So just uh, the difference between a soft pull soft and, and a... Yep, and a hard pull. It's just, it's it's not impacting your score at all for the soft inquiry. The okay. only downside of it is we can't ultimately use that soft credit report for your loan approval process. Gotcha, okay. Right. So, so it's just, once once it's, once it's we're serious, exactly. you're gonna have to do the, 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 the harder pull. pull. Yep. Yeah, okay. And we could wait until you're, you know, actually about to ratify on a property. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a, an individualized conversation that we would right. have, but, Either way, whether it's a soft pull or a hard pull, you know, credit in general is a hurdle for a lot of us for right. a home purchase. And you know, one of the coolest things I think, I know I'm biased, but about the pre-approval process is you know, myself and I, I would hope any local lender too, we go into it looking at your credit and your finances and saying, how can we make this better if the buyer wants to, before this is real, before they're under contract. Gotcha, yeah. So we can put together, and you, you know, you and I have worked together with clients that, you know, it's over a year before yeah. they find something, and yep. we can make some pretty pivotal changes during that time frame. Yeah, you certainly can. And uh, 
I love working with clients for over a year because mm -hmm. <laughs> I get to see uh, 30 or 40 houses during that process. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other thing about credit scores is uh, they're not the same every day. Correct. They change. So you might have a small change in your when they do the credit pull, but your credit score is changing anyway. Exactly right. All day. Exactly uh, cause, right. And I know that because uh, they keep sending me, credit-wise, keep sending me. Yep. And, my, and I'm like, 812 and then I'm 799 and then you know I'm 840 I was like what's what's going on and that so that's when I realized that our credit scores aren't the same yep that they're constantly being monitored mm -hmm. and they're also changing so so just to try to alleviate that fear uh, I guess there is like a it seems like the uh, more fear with people who don't have as good a credit is, I almost find it's the opposite sometimes do you? yeah okay. Um, I, I guess I've seen it always, right? We've all been taught to protect our credit, so that's important, and yeah. I love that, and I respect that. Um, but we also haven't really been taught how credit works. Right. So that's where that anxiety comes from, yeah. regardless of where your score ultimately is. But yeah. your example brings up a great point. One of my favorite tricks or areas of focus for clients is when you think about credit cards specifically, your balance on a credit card compared to the card's high credit limit is really important for your score. Certainly more important than a credit inquiry. But that's a big reason why we see these fluctuations where if you book a vacation, maybe you're sending me on a vacation, sign right. me up, <laughs> and you put you know $2,000 on a credit card and you have a $3,000 high credit limit, you're pretty close to that max utilization. Your score is going to temporarily go down. Right, okay. So, those, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, those small changes can make a big difference, which again, the sooner we look at that, I can show the client exactly what it looks right. like. So yeah, so credit is uh, always one of the big hurdles and big uh, questions a yep. lot of my guys have. What would be uh, the next one? I would say assets, and okay. this is specifically for things like down payment and mm -hmm. closing costs. And you know, if you guys are listening to this and you know Wayne, you've probably heard about the local first-time homebuyer programs, yep. Yep. which we call first-time homebuyer programs, but as we know, it can help all different clients, even repeat buyers. Yep. And it can be in the form of uh, uh, no interest loans Correct. for helping down payment. It can be grants. Correct. Uh, I don't know what else could it be. What else could it be? I would say those two are the those main are ones. The <laughs> okay. We'll just go with that. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, that's, definitely important yeah and the money out there from these programs is usually for more than the minimum down payment even so yeah. we're not even talking about just down payment assistance even though we call it that right. sometimes it's down payment money and then also money for closing costs right I know we've had a few occasions where they're actually walking away with a check yep which is uh, which is great it's quite buy, the feeling buy a house get a check exactly yeah. right it's rare but it does happen it does happen yeah what's another uh, Big I would hurdle. say the last big one that comes to mind is what we lenders call your debt to income ratio. DTI. DTI, <laughs> okay. our favorite acronym. Um, I would say your DTI is the most important part of your home purchase, right? We know we have solutions to get your credit score higher. We know we have solutions to get you money to get into the property without using too much of your own funds. But DTI is the one thing that us lenders really can't change. Right but you as a buyer can with our help. Yeah. So all this is when we're determining what a buyer qualifies for, a lot of people think that we care about the sales price, 
but all us lenders really care about is the monthly payment. Ah, okay. So we use this formula, your DTI, your debt to income ratio. Can I give you the formula really Sure, quickly? let's do the formula. Okay, everyone take let's out your pen and paper. There's gonna be some geeks out there <laughs> listening to this. I and love they, And they wanna know what the formula yeah, is. And, and it's really simple, which is my favorite part. Okay, well that's good for me too. You know, I, I'm simple to begin with. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing for the most part, and there's some variation here, but we're basically taking 45% of a client's gross monthly income. Okay. We're then subtracting the monthly debt as per the credit report. So think about things like a car loan payment, minimum payments on a credit card, a personal loan payment. So we take 45% of the gross monthly income, subtract the monthly debts as per the credit report, and the leftover number is what we say the buyer can hold for a mortgage payment. Got it. Okay. Right? So instead yep. of focusing on sales price, especially in our area, how high of condo fees do you see out here? Uh, they've gone uh, exponentially up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yep. So uh, even like in Gaithersburg, I was showing the condo in Gaithersburg uh, on Queen's Orchard, yep. and the condo fees were almost $800. Yeah. Yeah. And Which includes everything, but it's, that's a lot. It's a hefty On a $200,000 condo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're looking at a $800 condo fee. Yeah, and so if all we care about is that monthly payment, well, if we have $800 a month of payment being taken up just in condo fees. That's gonna reduce. Exactly, yeah. now we have to reduce the sales price yep. to leave room for everything else. And if you're not the um, geek or uh, the, the formula type of person that uh, most of us aren't, and you see this <laughs> bewildered look in my face as you were explaining it, uh, you can always give Hillary a call Absolutely. Right, so that's the whole the whole purpose of uh, getting through these hurdles is to start a relationship with a lender. Yeah. So what's your number, Hillary? It is nine one seven six eight five five four three seven. It's not uh, 240-587-5309. That's mine. That's a great number, too. Yeah. Let me just play that real quick. That's If you need to get a hold of me. Hey, if you want to give us a call, you can reach us at 240-587-5309. Again, that number is 240-587-5309. So that's my number, not to be confused with Hillary's number, which is? 917-685-5437. And I wish I could sing it for you, but well, that's you just not need, on the cards. You need the background music, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's okay. So uh, what else? Is there anything else on that? I would say those are the main ones. I mean, overall. That's the main things that, that you'll be talking to people with exactly, your consultation or exactly. phone call. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's pretty good for today. Let's see, the, let's see what this is. Oh, it didn't play. Here we go. So that's us for today. Uh, this is Wayne's World of Real Estate uh, with our special guest, Hillary Cushion. Uh, you've got her number because we said it like five times, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't get your email. My email is hcochin at directmortgageloans.com. All right. Well, thanks, guys, and we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks. Thanks.